Bare Naked ABCs, where we discuss every Bare Naked Ladies song from 7 to Y. Why not Z? Because BNL didn't write any songs that starting with Z. And, well, we don't like Zed. Zed, another pronunciation. Do we like ZZ Top? Yeah, I, I do mean like ZZ Top. <laughs> There's a reference from another BNL song from this same album. Hmm. Z is another pronunciation, by the way, of the letter Z in the American English language. But we are all the only country in the world that pronounces it Z. We are also one of the few countries in the world that has a state named in common with Soviet Russia. Did you know that once a famous band once wrote a song about Russia, but it was in response to a song about American girls? That's right. The Beach Boys wrote a song about California girls. But did you know there's another famous band from California with the same name, with the word California in the name? That band? Wow. I was wondering where you're going with this. Kansas. California Raisins. (laughs) Which usually reminds me of a play, A Raisin in the Sun, by Lorraine Hainsbury. Just before she died, she, she started to write a play called Toussaint. Which reminds me of our guest from a couple of episodes ago, Jason <laughs> Tucson. But I just call him Tus. Which reminds me of Tus Iran, which was named after you know Tus. If son you of keep now- going, is, I'm is, going to become yeah. a raisin. Is this how you? Is this how I make you guys feel? Because I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I? Am I just going on about nothing, and it all seems to just ramble? Because that's kind of like what tonight's song is. Raisins come from grapes. People come from apes. I come from Canada. I came in first place in a non-existent race to rebuild the Parthenon. The Parthenon's in Greece, or was it in Greece too? I can't keep my movies straight. When I make mistakes, I use a lot of salt. Salt makes mistakes taste great. My brain is starting to raisin. And you know what? You know what? Have you ever seen my favorite movie, Better Off Dead, where the mom is always making weird food and she's always telling her son, played by, uh, um, um, oh my gosh, played John by Cusack. my favorite, John Cusack, it's got raisins in it. You like raisins. <laughs> <laughs> you like raisins. French fries. Uh, man. Well, the can we go and take a dressing. Look, and to drink. <laughs> Here's the thing. I want to take a moment to talk about this just because of what you mentioned, Heidi. If somebody tells me, here's an oatmeal raisin cookie and gives me one, I will eat it and I'll be like, you know what? That's a good cookie. But if someone just gives me a cookie and I'm like, oh, awesome, chocolate chip, and I bite in and it's an oatmeal <laughs> raisin cookie, the disappointment oh. is real. It's, it's real. like that time I was in Girl Scout camp in Thetford, Vermont, when I was eight years old, and I used to like the cranberries, the jelly cranberry sauce mm, out of a can, yes. and I thought because it was there was something on the plate that was that color, I thought it was jelly cranberry sauce, so I took a big bite into it, oh, it no. kind of hard, and beets it was or... beets, Yeah, and it was like, Ew, I haven't, so yeah. Straight from Shrew Farms. It's like that, like raisins versus chocolate. Chip. Yeah, it's the same. I agree. <laughs> Wow. It's all about yeah. the it's, it's all about the expectation. If you if you have the proper expectation, you know, you go in and you're fine. But if you're if you're expecting one thing and you get another, the disappointment's real. So that's sort of like if you go to listen for like I heard it through the grapevine, but you get the California raisins version. <laughs> 
<laughs> like if you're looking like for the that. California raisins, then you're you're I like, oh, this is great. I, I like the California raisins when I was a kid. Uh, they they appeared on several like Christmas specials yep. that I that I remember watching. Here we come, a waffling. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's great. Here we come, a waffling along the Lisa Green. Here we come, a waffling so fair to be seen. Love and joy come to you and to you your waffle too. And on me. Pardon me, but you're making a lyrical error in that fine old Christmas carol. Now, the key word, my good fellows, is wassailing, not waffling. Well, uh, what the heck's wassailing? Uh, wassailing, uh, yeah, yes. You're uh, so smart. What's a wassail? Yeah, I thought it was wassailing. Here we come, waffling. <laughs> yep, first I remember that. They actually that. made a lot of records. Like, I was looking it up the other day. Yeah for tonight's episode. I'm like, holy cow, they had that many songs released? That is so, amazing. Here's the real question. I need to know this. It's like people are either Elvis people or Beatles people. Are you all uh, California Raisins people or Chipmunks people? Oh, California Raisins above chip, Chipmunks. Really? Okay, oh. interesting. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Which is funny because my wife is a Chipmunks fan all the way. I might be a Chipmunks fan. It's a tough call. It's a tough call. But I mean, the Chipmunks are so iconic. You know what I mean? Yeah. They are. But not. if you give me a four-piece <laughs> harmony band, I got a soul. I mean, come on. Yeah. You got to. You got to. They have an advantage with the extra voice. You're right. I'm curious yeah. as to where Heidi comes down on this, but I believe Heidi is otherwise. Uh... <laughs> Okay, she's got an opinion. And I gotta say, like, I, I if I had a choice between cartoons or claymation, I gotta go with the claymation. Like, it was just too easy. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, stop motion and clay, claymation is a it's an underutilized technique, especially this day and age. So, but you know, if they made a California Raisins movie now, it'd be CG. Well, Aardvark is a. Artvark is doing it with. Oh, that would yeah, be, it would totally be CG. There's gonna be a reboot. Some Hollywood executive just got a bonus did any of you have the california reasons that you got it i think mcdonald's had them in the toys yeah <laughs> Evan had i them. still have magnets up on my fridge wow yep much love for the california reasons i had uh, stuffed animals i had everything yeah so wait heidi where do you come down on the california reasons versus chipmunks debate uh i gotta go with the chipmunks yes. I, I, yeah because yeah, i mean <laughs> For those of you that don't um, know, there's a lot of memes about raisins. Oh, uh, I appreciate you, Heidi. People like don't this. like yeah. raisins for something for some reason. It's like I said, like if somebody gives me the proper expectation, I have had people bake homemade oatmeal raisin cookies, and they're really good. You know, mm -hmm. they, but it's the expectation of the chocolate chip, and then you bite in, and it's like, man, I got. I got faked out, you know. It's, I got I love chewy chocolate raisin cookies. I really yeah. love oatmeal yeah, raisin cookies. But you know, you I feel like okay, hot take, Aaron's hot take. <laughs> if you're going to give like it's a nice thing to give a friend cookies, right? If you bake cookies for someone, that's a wonderful thing. But if you're gonna give someone oatmeal raisin cookies, you need to tell them up front, these are oatmeal <laughs> raisin cookies. Don't let them it's like it's like the equivalent of you think there's one more stair when you're going down the stairs in the dark don't yes. let them do that. what if you put you know, chocolate chips in the oatmeal raisin cookies i mean then you make raisinette cookies which would be i think they'd be pretty great oh i've never thought of a raisinette cookie <laughs> um so if you ever you know go to a school function and there's like plates of cookies yeah those are the only ones left at the end are usually the yep. oatmeal 100 percent. yeah <laughs> where it gets around 
Sure does. Speaking of getting around, we should get around to this song. <laughs> well, you know, it's a pretty short, sweet, simple song. So we had to pad it out with a little irreverent conversation. I thought this is where I come into the conversation. Speaking of getting around, have you heard of I stuffing? mean, it really kind of goes along with this. It really goes along with this song, though, because the, when I think of this song, non sequitur comes to mind. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Aaron. <laughs> Raisin cookies that look like chocolate chip cookies are the main reason I have trust issues. So there you Oh, go. you're right. It's like when you, that's, that's like doing a trust fall and no one catches you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, friends don't let goodness. friends give other friends oatmeal raisin cookies without warning them that they're oatmeal raisin. I think that's the, <laughs> that's the real lesson we've learned today. So, uh, Aaron, you, you mentioned that you that this this was you talked about another song on this album. So, so what's the other song on this album? What's this album? Uh, I think it was Heidi who mentioned another song on this album, but this has oh. got to be snack time. I mean, it's got to be. <laughs> this is actually the number. This is the number four song on this album. This is the hit single spot on the album. What really? And wow. I, I gotta say, this album is starting strong. First, we start off with a with an old joke about numbers eating each other. Then we move on to a song about silent farting. Then on to a song about frogs. And now this, like. Actually, truly, though, I love I love this part of the album. Um, but yeah, it <laughs> for a children's album, we're going all over the place here. Well, you mentioned yes, you, you mentioned non sequiturs, and I actually used that that phrase in my notes. Uh, or actually, I think I used that for next week's song. Apologies, I, I got things confused. <laughs> it's a good like ADD song. Like it's it's very <laughs> uh, it's very close to my heart because it's like. <laughs> just the random thoughts in my head all day long well we can't we can go with that to begin with what do you guys think the song is about <laughs> it's about it's, it's Sorry, a stream of consciousness writing yeah. Yeah. um that's it yeah it's very oh, highbrow very highbrow it, it was it was the song i'm just reading my notes now so i, I described it as <laughs> I said, as for the lyrics, I really enjoyed the strange stream of consciousness, string of non sequiturs, each picking up where the last left off and going in a different direction. Um, and, well, the, and first, the, the first verse seems that way. The second yeah, verse. It's not, a, it's not, it doesn't diverge quite as much later on. But, but I mean, there is so, and there are so many good things in this song, too. There's, there's so many references that are puns. perfect for parents. Like the yeah. grease two line. And, I was just gonna say grease and, and my grease favorite two line. That was that is when my I make mistakes, line. I use a lot of salt because salt make, makes mistakes look <laughs> taste great. Like that is one of my favorite BNL it's lyrics. The best line. I also enjoyed uh, I parled a bit today, which today. reminded me of the charming uh, mixture of French and English my Quebecois friends often use. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Stefan. What about you? What do you think? No, no, it's fine. I'm just listening. Uh, I, I just get. Uh, for me, it's like a bag of cats. You know, all in catnip. It's just, it's nuts. And it's like, um, you know, I think that way a lot. And you know, unfortunately, sometimes with my hyper focusedness, I'm like, I can't get past the whole. Um, we are made of apes, or we come from apes, and I'm like, no, that's 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 not creationalism. That's you know, yeah, you know, then I go off on like a whole tangent of there's no way we can possibly come from apes. 
But I think that's the funny part because I people come from apes. I come from Canada. Yeah, I come from <laughs> Canada. That's way different. I come from Canada. I came in first place in a non-existent race to rebuild the Parthenon. Like there, there's such great gateways. Yeah. Um, to to places and things that kids would be like, what's the Parthenon? And like. It's, you get that connection. So there's some educational resources in here. Yeah, As I feel bizarre like, and off the deep end, this song is. It's one of my favorites. On it, the yeah, it might it might send the kids running to Google, which is always a good thing. You yeah. know, learn a little. Although I gotta agree with you, Stefan. Yeah, we don't come from apes. We we both come from a similar descendant, but we don't come directly from oh, apes. I'm sorry, I didn't know that. <laughs> I was attending a meeting of the Pedantic Society. I'm always uh, pedantic. When did you first pick up on actually, this? Actually, it's the Pedantic Association. It all, it all but stems down fly. to the second chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> but the second verse, there's no... Okay, maybe you guys can make the connection because I've never made that connection between any of the lines in the second verse. What? The Parthenon's in Greece. No, no, no. Second verse. The, I got Greece orange too. pants. Oh, I've got orange pants. Is he saying that orange pants are loud? Is that where the yeah, is that I think, the, yeah, I think yeah. so. It's it's like a loud, like a, it's like a tacky loud and then Or I, that I like, or I, that orange pants aren't well, allowed. I well, oh. so there's that too, but also I like I like the uh, the humor. Of, I passed you in a crowd. Thank you and keep in touch. He's basically like socially ghosting a person, and then saying <laughs> keep in touch. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> yeah. But then, how do we get to? I don't speak Chinese. <laughs> is that how we come back to the thank you? Is that is that how that yeah. one comes in? It, it feels to me like so from a person who has done a mental health inventory in the past uh, and was trained on how to do mental health inventories like mm. one of the things that you look for is loose associations and whether or not the person is thinking logically right. so are this you person saying that this person's is like breaking down they are slowly losing their grip on sanity here where there is no <laughs> flight of ideas is the best way to describe this it was random, random chaos, but directed. And if I this is the way that Ed's like... brain works, I I am scared for for Ed. <laughs> but and then with the I don't with the choruses of I don't want to be a bother, but I think the phone's for you, or I think you're in my seat. Is, in my like it's kind of like when you're just kind of walking through life and you have all these random thoughts in your head, and mm. or or like I I'm. And then all of a sudden you have to do something like the phone's for you. Um, or I think you're in my seat, like you're getting onto the bus or the plane and you've just got this randomness in your head and you're like, oh yeah, now I got to focus. And now back to squirrel. Um, <laughs> it's like that shirt that, that I used to have um, that is, you know, um, let's see, I don't have ADHD. Oh, look, a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so I think it's a really interesting point, uh, Heidi, uh, because this this does indeed seem like kind of like a, a look inside someone with ADHD's uh, brain, and but also um, you know the, the the cultural joke is when we talk about children, we're like, oh, they all have ADHD, or they all uh, you know act as though they do. Um, 
And, and, you know, I think that there's a real, there was a study done where they mapped people walking across a park and they could tell who the children were and who the adults were because the adults went like pretty much a straight line, the shortest possible path from one point to another. And the kids are just all over the place. They've never followed me in a grocery store. (laughs) I was, I was at the grocery store yesterday and one of my friends was in the grocery store in Shaw's and I don't do the shopping because I don't do the cooking, but I had to stop and pick up stuff because my husband was busy and I go all over the place. Like I don't go aisle by aisle. I'm like, Oh, I need cheese. Oh, I need, you know, cucumbers on the other side of the store and oh I forgot you know I want to get ice cream sandwiches and I'm back to the other side and if anybody were following me like a security guard or anything they'd be like what in the hairy heck is she doing and because it's I that's totally I'm like oh yeah I totally forgot about that oh yeah I wanted some whipped cream and oh yeah like it's insanity so but I'm an adult (laughs) (laughs) that's what we keep telling you well, ostensibly, I am. And too. I'm 48, so they didn't do things like diagnose for that when I was in right. school. They just called me precocious or hyper, yeah. a little bit hyper. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Talks too much in class. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> Could be being a kid. Heidi yeah. I, I is very enthusiastic and always yes. happy to share what's on her mind. Yes. <laughs> I can just see the report card now. Well, and then very you've got the social. whistle in there. So it's yeah. kind of like you're just walking. Mm-hmm. you're kind of in your own world but you're but there is a method to the madness like there's he keeps like he finds his way through this weird path from going from one non sequitur to another and for but for some reason like the rhyme scheme and everything it kind of works you're like oh okay so my thought when when i because i was along the same lines but then i'm like well like this isn't normal being on them like oh wait a minute yeah, it kind of is. Because, <laughs> like, if I were to compare this to any song, this would totally be the one week of children's songs. Oh, yeah. I can see that. I can oh, see absolutely. That. And I almost wonder, like, was that what Ed was going for? Like, can I just come up with the most random connections between things and just let my brain just fly? <laughs> so are you saying that this song is really about a murder? Yes. <laughs> I think you're in my seat. The guy dies. Ooh, that's how it's yeah, it all kicks off there. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's uh it's uh kind of like all the different thoughts that children could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that could very well be the case as well. Yeah. And the funny thing is, even though I'm sitting here and picking on this song, I absolutely love it. <laughs> it's a very simple song, that's for sure. Yes, it is. Oh, what um, what's kind of the breakdown of it? Oh, thank you. Oh, the breakdown is super easy. You set wanted me to break down perfectly. Yeah, it was yeah. like it's like a volleyball scene, and he just set me up for the spike. Let's break it down. <laughs> Teach me something. <laughs> well, raisins was recorded at approximately 178 beats per minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's in the key of G major. Now, one yes, it is. thank you, thank you, Heidi. Okay, you know it where I'm going. It starts on the with four this. chord. You know where I'm going with this. Yes. One, one could argue that it's C Lydian, but the tonal gravity really sits with the G chord. So yes, I'm going does. to make a ruling. Where's my gavel? And I'm going to say no. It is definitely G major. It is G major. That's what <laughs> I have too. 
It goes four five one four five one four five one four five one. Exactly. Pretty much the entire song. Yeah. As well, the the song almost ends in G. I say almost because the last second it changes to F, which. Funnily enough, it's not diatonic to G major or C Lydian. They just naturally both have F sharp as their only accidental. So this is a borrowed chord, specifically a flat seven. And you can hear it in this discordant sound the last chord has where the whistling stays on G, uh, but the chord is an F. So it sounds kind of unresolved and pulling like it wants to be at the G. Um, as right. Heidi astutely pointed out, this song centers almost entirely around three chords, uh, <laughs> C major, which is the fourth degree, D major, the fifth degree, and G, which is the tonic. So you have four, five, one, four, five, one, four, five, one. Now, we have discussed many times uh, on this podcast that w- any kind of number of, you know, one, four, five combination is extremely <laughs> popular in pop music, rock music, country music, all that blues. Um, but normally you would hear something like one, four, five, one, right? But we're starting on the four here and it just goes four, five, one, four, five, one, four, five, one, ad infinitum. Uh, and I think this may be why someone might try and argue for C Lydian, but in music, as in flying, I consider the landing far more important than the takeoff. So since oh, we are like landing that. squarely in G, it sounds resolved, this is G major. Uh, now, whether we're moving to the F chord before going back to the tonic or not, uh, which would then be four, five, one, flat seven, uh, that doesn't really change anything in regards to what key we're in. Personally, I just hear the bass playing the flat seven as a passing tone. How about you, Heidi? Yeah, that's exactly what I had, except in the chorus, I do have it going um, from a four, sorry, uh, a four to a one to a minor two to right. a four. Yeah. So it it just adds an A minor chord. So it has a two minor two in there. I don't want to be a bother, but I so it's like, and it kind of goes down the scale and back up. I don't want yeah. to be a bother. So it's <laughs> so it, it goes down and up. So it takes on that two and then goes back up until it gets into the one. So yeah. Now, Heidi, yes. it just occurred to me as we were discussing the uh, kind of stream of consciousness, ADHD-ness of the nature uh, of the lyrics. It just occurred to me. Uh, it's almost like, I mean, I don't the, the thoughts are more or less finished, but it's like we're using one to immediately launch into another, right? Yeah. So would that be programmatic, do you think, where they have the four five one four five one instead of going one four five one one four five one we're going four five one four five one we're just leaping from like one to the next? I think you're right because it's like people come from apes. Uh, wait, what reasons come from apes? People come from apes. I come from Canada. I came in first place. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost like Canada. Effect, yeah. I came in first place. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. It's like a springboard for the next line. Yeah, that's really interesting. I, I like this song just a little bit more now that I've now that I've uh, thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah, that's the breakdown. Yeah, pretty. Do you pretty think basic. they stumble upon these things, like, or do you think they they know like music theory and like plan this out? I'm sure they know you music theory, but I think yeah, that, they like... they seem to. They, the way they write music sometimes. Um, when I when I was taking um a, a, like a a class in in college, we were like analyzing some of these pieces and like 
you'd listen to them and be like, what? And then you'd see it written out and it was like, oh, it looks like a butterfly or something like that. Like they're not quite at, at that stage of being being silly with it, but like they're definitely kind of making like little in jokes for musicians and stuff. They're doing things that people who study music will recognize definitely. Hmm. Right. In my opinion. I mean, I don't think that's the case for a lot of their early stuff. And I do think it's like, right. oh, I like this progression and this is the melody yeah, yeah. and this is the progression that goes with that. But then they're like, it's where they get it creative, creative uh, when it comes to the bridge and stuff that you're like, oh, that's when you kind of get an idea of their musical yeah. theory talents. Mm. Almost as though they wanted to continue their music education, even though they were musicians. They wanted yeah. to continue and went back to school to to learn some of this and uh, apply it to their own band. I mean, I there's no a... queen, which is like the smartest, oh, most intelligent my in God. the world. Yeah, but... yeah. <laughs> You've got an well, astrophysicist well, you know, in there. It, but... It's interesting because there, there's like, I, I was actually just, as, as a challenge, I was breaking down Paranoid Android by Radiohead, which is quite possibly my favorite song ever. And it's so complex. And there's so many weird chords and phrasings and stuff like that and they they are of the kind of like the beatles tradition where they're like we don't really know music theory they're like we know chords we we know how to make chords and we we, we know what sounds good going together so like you never really know because that's that's one of the more complex songs i've ever heard or analyzed uh but they you know it, maybe it's complex because they don't really care about musical rules and they're just like this goes here this goes here this sounds good so you never really know for sure but i i'm of the opinion like heidi that yeah i mean i think mostly it probably mostly comes from the ear mostly comes from what just sounds good but you can uh, there are little hints here and there that they definitely have some kind of knowledge of this stuff and because they're they're almost making little musical puns at times uh in some of the ways that they hop from from one to another yeah. um that's why i'm Go ahead. That's what I was thinking. Now, granted, they have some some level of knowledge about yeah, it. Yeah, seems like it. What's the one thing it, lacking seems... in this song? Um, what's the one thing lacking? There's no reference to Cool Rider. I mean, come on. If you're gonna make saxophone. a Grease two reference, you need to have a reference to Cool Rider or Pfeiffer or something. I mean, come on. It's a good point. It's a good I've point. Never seen Grease two. <laughs> I'm much more familiar with the original Grease than I am Grease 2. I remember. Oh, the only thing you need to know about Grease 2 is Cool Rider. That's it. Okay. Michelle okay. Pfeiffer in leather on top of a uh, a ladder singing Cool Rider. Jeez. You you had my attention. You had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. Uh, no, but yeah. Uh... <laughs> you did Tracy and Stephen. You know what I'm talking about, right? I have never, never watched. That. I don't Grease even know two. who that person is. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, I know Just who Michelle Pfeiffer is. Yeah, <laughs> Catwoman, Grease Two, Cool Rider, and Grease Two. Yeah, just pull up Grease Two on YouTube, and it's worth your time. Trust me. How the mighty have fallen. I have a hard time getting through the the uh, machoism of Grease One. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that whole yeah. that whole song parody where they talk about about the uh, person who's like that that is taking um uh, machoism way too far in tell me more i i totally agree with that i'm like yeah i've been thinking that for years yeah well all i know is you know greece gave us the hand jive so oh my uh, god i thought you were guys and then i was just thinking another great song from greece too is yeah. um is do it for your country 
do it for your country. We're, like, okay, why, so yeah, like there's this bomb England. shelter because it's like the 60s, right? And early 60s. Uh, and so he takes her down and he's like, do it for your country. The red, <laughs> white, and the blue. Do it for your country. Your country wants you to. Like it's, it's just... Like- you again it's just like a doctor strange love uh hilarious animals could be raised and slaughtered but no you again just youtube the best scenes from greece too because you can't know a song that says or was it in greece too i can't keep my movie straight i mean you gotta know that reference it's a good reference (laughs) i just appreciated the the pun on referring to ancient greece and then going to greece too i just thought that was really really funny funny yeah my favorite line in the lyrics definitely no mine is mistakes because <laughs> salt, salt, mistakes. Mistakes. salt makes mistakes taste great <laughs> sure it does oh, yeah if, if you've seen uh letter kenny salt and pepper s and oh yes <laughs> letter kenny i die Love i it. just die <laughs> Um, so we didn't talk about the instrument in this band. The instruments are actually relatively simple as well. Um, but I like how they decided to put in like a really low blend of the banjo so it doesn't take over the acoustic guitar, but it's just kind of in the background there. Yeah, it gives it a little mm. flavor. It's a little Cajun sparkle that they put in there. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, not... is French-Canadian <laughs> in That's origin. True. Combined with a Haitian French. The there Canadian, you go. The Canadian French with the Haitian. So Cajun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that, that's exactly right. That is right. Yep. And a little bit of flair of, for um, with Spanish. Um, because uh, Spain also owned, um, it would flip, flip-flop from France to Spain because nobody really knew what to do do with that area so <laughs> france would own it then spain would own it and then france would own it and ended up uh staying with france yep, and we had the louisiana purchase yep then we purchased swamp and that person <laughs> like walt disney <laughs> so, yeah but walt disney did something with it hey uh, no, man no. new orleans <laughs> is a lovely town i'll have you know it is I love new orleans it is Actually, and, uh, I really enjoy New Orleans. You know, New Orleans. There was a, a German colony in New Orleans as well, and that really? they brought in the uh, sausage. Oh. So that's why um, gumbos and stuff like that, they have uh, uh, high amounts of sausage in there because of the Germans. Very They're nice. Like, we need flavor in this, this thing, so they threw it in. I so appreciate I guess the, you could say that. I guess you could say New Orleans really is the great American melting pot. It is a melting pot. It for is. Sure, yeah. for As sure. is gumbo oh, is. and jambalaya. Best food I ever had in my life was in oh, New Orleans. Amazing food in New Orleans. Oh, gosh. So where are we at? <laughs> we have done uh, with raisins? Not- <laughs> Did you just toot? No. What? Was that your chair? <laughs> yeah, it's my chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That would Speaking of tuning, we should talk about the bathroom <laughs> sessions version of this song. Oh wow, what a, what a transition that was! I know. Good one, Tracy. <laughs> Which I like. I did. That was. <laughs> um, it's acoustic. Uh, it's acoustic. It's in the bathroom. Um, there's one guitar, and uh, I think it's in uh, four five one style. 
and it's ending <laughs> on a G with a random F in there somewhere. Just to say, I'm landing on the D. Very well done. Very well broken down. Yep. Nicely done, Seven. A lot of people think that it's concentric or cyclic or psychedelic or something, whatever. But it's not, you know. It's like, as you understand with parachuting, it's the landing that matters. So you don't want to, you know, you don't want to land rough. Yeah, I'm just so gonna cut out all the stuff that Aaron no. and, and Heidi said and just keep it. Yeah, Stephen's yeah, just let Stephen version. go. Just, just let, him, <laughs> let, let him just rip it like that. That was incredible. Speaking yep. of like, that was amazing. Yeah, stream consciousness right there. That was great. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, uh, you know what I found too? Um, no. So, oh, you can't. How um, we know? The orange pants thing, Rodney Dangerfield yeah. and Caddyshack. Oh, those bright orange pants, and he's so loud. <laughs> I don't that know if that's a real it. reference, but I just thought I think of that well, every time I hear that. I've got orange pants. I wear them when I dance because you see him dancing. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and but I don't get. You were just too loud. <laughs> Wasn't there a you know, band that wore again. orange pants in a video, like from the eighties, like in excess or something? Was like it Men in Pants? Maybe Men Without Hats. Men Without Hats. We can dance if we want to. Wait a minute. What was the name of the character there. that Rodney Dangerfield played? Uh, I don't know, but I know he doesn't get no respect. Was he from Canada? Uh, can, um, no, Rodney is... No, not Rodney. Rod, Rodney himself is from character. New York. No, I'm he's from New York. If... I was thinking, no, you said what was his character? Yeah, I'm uh, wondering if his character from Caddyshack... Al Cherovic. Is he from Canada? I don't know. I don't think, think they ever say he's first place in a non-existent race. He's the think. new money guy. That's all. <laughs> the new money guy. Uh, I always think of my friend Andy from uh, from college, who we were we were both drummers, so we were in like the same kind of some of the same classes. And um, he he wore these like really loud orange like baggy pants. He was like a, a raver guy, I guess. I don't know. He, he was so I always think when I wear orange pants, I wear them when I dance. I just think about him with like the lights going on and off in the strobe, and he's got his orange pants on, and he's like doing the robot or something. I don't know what the kids do, but you know. <laughs> I like that. I'm going. That's my new theory on this song. Is this song is all about Al? It could all be. about Al. Al Jeremy. <laughs> Al Zervik or whatever however you're you welcome. His name. You're welcome yeah. for a theory that probably just well so, and he doesn't um, <laughs> well oh wait a minute I don't speak Chinese not even where it's like please thank you or how are you but I can parl France I parled a bit parlay I can uh isn't don't you parlay a hole on in golf as a par no you par yeah but can you Parlay mean like other than just speaking, parlay means something in English as well. Oh, wait a minute. No, parlay. To turn an initial stake or winnings from a previous bet into a greater amount by gambling. And what does he do at the end of that movie? They, they gamble about see. Wow. Wow. See what I'm saying? Illuminati confirmed. Uh, I'm going to say this is officially the truth behind the song. Ed, if you want to come on and correct us, we know you listen. Please come on the show. We came to that solution to this song the same way that this song came to everything else. 
Wow. I don't know how we got there. It was the orange pants, but now there's a rabbit hole, friends. There's a rabbit hole. Yeah, I I think that's officially. I love love our official take on that. Yeah. Something nobody nobody's ever thought of and not even Ed. And and this is now the official meaning of this song, unless you come on and yeah, Yeah, because he's the only one on the writing credits of this one. So there you go, there you go. (laughs) It's 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 a very Ed song. This is one that they sing a lot in in public. So when they did the tour for this album, they sang this a lot, and you can find a lot of live versions online, like in Borders and etc. etc. Where they did their rounds. This would be a really cool cartoon, like just a cartoon music video with this one guy just kind of going through and like all of the stuff <laughs> in his head just appearing in color. It would be a great children's book. <laughs> <laughs> I think just I would get the, confused. Just the Raisin story it would be a funny children's, <laughs> children's story, a visual masterpiece, if you will. Hold on, I'll get a hold of Noah and say, Noah, oh, nice. what's okay. next? And say, hey, Noah, can you uh, <laughs> turn this into a lovely uh, animation for us? That'd be great. <laughs> well, I'm wondering what you guys think of this song. We we know well, what Noah thinks of the songs he's done. How are we going to rate it? Um, Oatmeal hmm. cookies. How many oatmeal <laughs> cookies? I love it. Yeah, oatmeal uh, raisin cookies. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, okay. Why don't we go with that? How many oatmeal raisin cookies is this song? Okay. And I'm going to go with Heidi. First. Oh, I didn't want you to go with me first, but okay. <laughs> so I love this song so much. This is one of another one of my Ed Muppet songs. Um, because it just makes me feel like a Muppet when I'm singing along to it. Because it's just got the, it's, it's, it's meaningless and silly and funny. And I remember it so well. And for me, this is just another, this is quintessential BNL on a kid's album. Like it's, it's not, again, it's not the level of some of their other stuff, but you can't put it in the same category because it's a kid's album. And on that, I'm going to give it a 4.7. 4.7. Oatmeal cookies, yeah. Holy smokes! Wow. That's, that's I love this song so much. Wow. Well, Stefan, what do? You, how many do you give this song? How many? Uh, how many raisins are you going to put in this song? <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, well, it, it's it's got kind of a good chime to it. Um, it is all over the place. I can't, you know, you know, do heads or tails um with with any of it and i just uh i don't know i don't know i think i i had a ranking for the song once before because i had listened to it and i'm like ah i'll give it this but i don't know now that you guys are talking about the the um the song and how it's broken down into the four five one stuff and blah 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 um i think it's uh I think it, it should rank a little bit higher and the lyrics are all over the place, but there's never randomness to whatever they say. Uh, so I, I can't rank it very high, but um, cause it's not one of my favorites cause I, I can't focus or concentrate on one particular thing. And it's like, uh, I get trapped on just one line or another. 
um, because, you know, of my ADA, whatever, and autism, whatever. So, uh, you know, I get, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe 2.75 or something. I don't know why. Wait, right you before. really don't know? I, I really don't know. Oh, oh, nice. Attack. Nice I don't even have to give. There. I don't even have to give the transition for next week. <laughs> We've got it. <laughs> that was. No, wait, how many hiding. did you give it then, Stefan? I don't know. What did I just say? <laughs> you uh, said like... 2.75 before you gave a oh, 2.25. 2.75. Oh, really? Hey, at least I'm, I know I'm a little consistent. Yeah. <laughs> so how about I'll meet in the middle? 2.5. 2.5. Okay. Because I, I'd never put this on my, on my, uh, you know, list and some of the songs I think that BNL sings, are, you know, it's fun for adults because we know, but um, for kids who are learning, um, it's like if they're hearing some of this stuff and they're like, they'll, they might tend to believe some of the nonsense that's actually being said um, as, as truth. So, well, that um, brings up a good question. So, so Bella, what did you think about this song as a, as a kid? Bella, what did you think of this week's song? I like it. What do you think the song is about? Raisins? That's what it's called. I don't know. Okay. But you like it anyway? Yes. Okay. So how many raisins do you give this song? Mmm, raisins. Five. And I like it because it's silly and it rhymes. (laughs) Well, now that we've had the kid's point of view, Aaron... No, wait, Aaron is wait. Aaron is the kid point of view, isn't he? I always thought Aaron was the kid of the group. <laughs> uh, no, he he know music. He know music. He know pretty he know G. He knew G from F. He's smart. G is for cookie. G it's good for enough cookie. for me. G is <laughs> we like you, Aaron. You're smart. <laughs> I was just gonna say it. I'm the child here. Well, you said it was not a C Mixolydian, uh, so it's G. So it has to be G is for cooking. Um, it was C Lydian. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No mixing of the raisins and chocolate chips. Mixolydian. Wow. Uh, <laughs> holy. Mo- I divorced myself from this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, overall, I thought it was okay for a kid's song. I mean, I, I know it's weird. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that uh, we had Stefan here, so that I'm not the one that's overtly drinking the haterade here. Uh, <laughs> you, you know me. So, whereas uh, whereas Heidi will say you can't judge it next to the other songs, I say you absolutely can, and I will, <laughs> uh, because you know it's basically like you know whether no matter what, like Pollywog and a Bug, it's a kid's song, but it's up there. It's on my best of playlist. This song it's, is it's not a good on my song. best of playlist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait. <laughs> Who put the raisins in your chocolate chip cookie today? It's <laughs> the trouble with Aaron. Uh, and it's no, it's not. It's not like I said. It's not bad. And I see. I say it's even you know, for, for a kid's song. It's above average. So it's, it's better than a two point five. Um, I was thinking somewhere around three, but like some of the wordplay and the silliness of the lyrics made me smile. And when we stumbled upon the little potential programmatic uh, kind of like uh, stop, start, leap, 
leap kind of launch pad um, <laughs> structure. I, I enjoyed that. I like Launchpad. So, he was an amazing character. Launchpad McQuack, greatest character in that in that show. <laughs> um, but, uh, but anyway, it's all about the landing, right? We see we're we're yeah. Well, I'm I'm right now. I'm I'm crashing, but hopefully we can stick the landing. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I don't know. I'm gonna say Scrooge McDuck I, has my favorite character, though. I I, ha- I love David Tennant. David Tennant was Scrooge McDuck. He is on the new versions, yeah. Oh, the okay. new version. Uh, okay, the, oh. I haven't seen the new version. I don't know who the, the OG Scrooge was. Children and the and the guy, one of the other ones that plays it is the guy who plays that weird guy on Community. Like he is, I love that that actor on Community. Like he is amazing. The dean, or no, no, the uh, there's, there's a lot of weird guys on Community. That always oh, gets Abed? movie lines. Yeah, Danny Pudi. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. Amazing. I love him. He's a great actor. Yeah. He's fantastic. And, oh, uh, I'm sorry. And, Did you have an opinion on the song? Yeah. Um, thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, deliver. I, I'm, I guess I'm going to award raisins 3.25 oatmeal raisin cookies out of five. Ooh. Well, how about you, Tracy? <laughs> is, there, is there trouble with Tracy? Um, no, I really like this song. It is, like I said, I feel like the beginning of this album is really, really strong. Um, and then we hit the Canadian Snack Time trilogy. But up until that point, I think it's a strong children's album. And this is right up there. So for me, this is this is a 4.5. I really enjoy this wow. song, even though it means nothing. <laughs> but there's a lot of children's songs that mean absolutely nothing. Like, I love Mud. Like, it means nothing. <laughs> But, songs don't I always love it. It means that uh, it means that he loves mud. Uh, but no, uh, yeah. So it's interesting. I guess I guess Tracy and Heidi this week are the fire, and um, Stefan is the ice, and I'm the lukewarm water between you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, it has to go Sorry. that way sometimes. <laughs> There's a reason why you guys bring me on the show. I guess. Well, since we've already got our. I really don't know why I keep coming back for this every week, though. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Surely it's for the company. (laughs) Why do we always come here? I guess we'll never know. Mm. Oh, you Mm. really don't know? I do wear it with a sense of style. Oh, God. (laughs) It's kind of like a torture, that joke. (laughs) I I just Uh, thought you were setting me up for it. You know what you should do? You should take off to the great wide north. It's a beautiful way to go. Oh, yeah. Take yeah. off. Getty Lee, we know you come on. We know you listen. Please come on the show. I'm going to call up Getty. Be like, hey, Getty Lee. Sorry about Alex and Neil. Can you come and hang with us? Oh man, Rick Moranis, we know you listen. Please come on the oh, show. Please. <laughs> oh, definitely. Jelly Donut coming. Jelly Donut coming. <laughs> and if you don't understand those references, listen to next week's next show week. when we discuss Tune really don't week. know. We... <laughs> Good night, y'all. See you next time. Yay! See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.